Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the best cat podcast in the world, in my very biased opinion, personalities. I'm your host. My name is Sarah, and thank you for tuning in. Quick disclaimer about today's episode. The audio in the beginning is a little rough, but just keep listening and it will get so much better. We just had a little bit of technical difficulties. It happens. We move on. So today's episode is about Petey and Luna. Becca and Rusty are going to tell us all about how Petey walked into their lives and how they found Luna. This story is cute, calm, relaxing. It's filled with love and admiration, and I hope you all love it. So I am Becca, and I'm Uh here with Rusty. Hello, I'm Rusty. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to talk about our two babies, Petey and Luna. Um, Yeah, I'm not really sure where to start. How'd you get Petey and Luna? So, um, I used to live in an apartment complex, and Petey lived two doors down from me. But he was so friendly, his owners would let him outside, and he literally just would visit everyone. Doesn't matter, you'd call his name, he was so affectionate, he'd come and love on you. However, the neighbors had, um, how should I say this? Just a drug addiction, I guess. And (laughs) they seemed to be running things out of their apartment. And jokingly, Rusty and I would say, I wish we could get Petey out of this life. You know, he's a little drug kingpin. Um, But unfortunately, maybe about a year after that, his neighbor or his owner, um, our neighbor was an elderly lady and it was her son who was really into the drugs. Um, She had to move in with her son um, elsewhere and they couldn't have pets. Um, so she just was going to leave Petey there, um, just kind of to be a community cat, like as an outdoor Mm -hmm. cat. And our building manager was like, yeah, oh, let me see. I'm getting my story a little mixed up. Petey had been kind of following me around the parking lot. He'd follow me up to the door. Um, I actually have a whole Instagram story of me just... (laughs) slamming the door in his face because he wouldn't leave us alone. Um, but I texted my building manager and I was like, Hey, is Petey's owners, are they okay? He's been outside crying all, you know, all night. And she's like, actually they've abandoned him. Um, you know, they had to move away. So he's kind of a community cat. Well, a few days later, she's like, Hey, I won't tell your landlords if you guys take him in. And really, that's kind of it. I don't know. Rusty, do you have any? I was just going to say, um, it wasn't even a few days later. Uh, it's actually like the night. So the first night, Petey was at the door trying to get in. Becca was texting me. And we found out he had been abandoned. So I went straight over after work the next day with the litter box and cat food. And uh, we just decided to let him move in. And uh, then, uh, like you said, the building manager told us that she wouldn't uh, rat us out. So we've had PD ever since. Uh, oh, <laughs> it, yeah. We just saw it. It felt like he chose us because, I don't know, he had, we had such a good relationship and we always wanted him. And uh, 
we were pretty proud that he decided out of everybody in the apartment that he he visited he decided he wanted to be our cat yeah he chose you that's so cute oh yeah Uh, what i was gonna mention was at this point rusty has only interacted with my cat siblings which were temmel and dempsey at the time and they lived with my parents um rusty had a dog um who lived at his mom's house and so rusty was a dog lover (laughs) for all intents and purposes um so when I came home from work and I pulled into the parking lot and Rusty was literally walking across the parking lot with cat litter and food bowls and cat food, it was probably one of the greatest moments of our relationship. <laughs> Dog dad turned cat dad. Ready. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And I probably probably won't ever go back oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> Petey's my little buddy. Yes. What are some things um, that you do with Petey for fun? Um. Well, we just hang out, you know. <laughs> Play chase. Yeah, he likes a. Uh, he has this game we call, or I call chase, where he just, you can just tell when he wants to play. He'll start shaking his butt and he'll. Uh, so then I'll chase after him and he'll run under the bed and then, uh, and then. I'll wait for him for a minute and I'll be like, where's PD? <laughs> and then he'll just come flying back out and I'll run across to the other end of the house. And we do that a few times and then he'll roll over and let me rub his belly, <laughs> which he doesn't usually do very much, but or he doesn't usually like that, except in that you know, when we're playing that, but mostly he's pretty chill and he just likes to get treats and, uh, lay in my lap while we watch uh, watch some ball games or whatever. Is he your workout buddy too? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> He's his everything buddy. If um if Rusty's doing something in the garage or in another room or watching T V, PD PD is his little shadow, honestly. <laughs> yep, pretty yeah, much. <laughs> that's nice. Your little companion. Yes. Yeah, and for some reason when we're out in the garage like working out, he's like I don't know what it is if it's like being out there or or what but he's just like so much more affectionate and just wants to rub all over you and he just meows more <laughs> uh it might just be that you're focused on something else but he he's a lot sweeter uh when you're out in the garage doing stuff something else how did he uh transition into uh being almost a community cat to now being your cat in your home actually a lot better than you we would have thought like we were like making plans for like how we'd let him out and uh because we moved from an apartment complex to way out in the country and with like woods behind us and big cow fields on either side and then we really we were concerned about letting him out but we felt like like he would demand it but he never really he never really asked or made an effort to go out once we got here and it it's pretty surprising too because Petey wasn't just like a community cat he was an alpha cat you know there were a lot of other cats in the community um that they would be let out by their owners and Petey would either you know beat them up for i guess what is it rivalry yeah, territorial. territorial yeah or you know it kind of seemed like the cat was 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like flip flop. What would flip flop be to Petey? Oh, I don't know. Flip flop was like Petey's little, like his little partner or something. Yeah, oh, he had his the own buddy. He oh. did. Like, well, so flip flop lived. So Petey's arch nemesis was Leo. <laughs> but flip flop lived with Leo. But for some reason, flip flop was really, uh, really submissive. I guess and yeah, just playful. And he would just. Uh, it actually would wait at our our door every morning for us to let Petey out. And then they would just go in a single file line. He would just follow Petey. Mm-hmm. Um, I have photos of Flip-Flop <laughs> peering through our blinds trying to figure out if Petey could come oh, out. That's right. <laughs> but I guess, P- yo, I guess Petey and Flip-Flop were just, uh, I mean, Petey and Leo were both like alpha Tomcats. And so they didn't get along, but. For whatever reason, Flip Flop decided to choose Petey over his own roommate. (laughs) (laughs) But Petey um, transitioned very well. He never really has the urge to go outside. I mean, if the door will open or the windows crack, you know, he'll kind of get a wild hair and have a lot more energy. But, I mean, he's not really rattling the chains to be let out. Yeah, like if you open the window with the screen closed, I don't know if it's the fresh air or what, but it really gets him going. (laughs) (laughs) How old is he now? Um, I think he's like eight. Yeah, we're thinking maybe eight. Hopefully younger, but um, the building manager that we were talking about, she she estimated that he was about four, and so we've had him for pretty much right at four years now. Mm -hmm. So. but yeah, she like she kind of took care of him because his owner, I guess, couldn't afford it. So she actually took care of him and got him his shots and stuff before we we got oh, that's him. That's so good. Oh, yeah. That's his aunt Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then did he come with the name Petey, or did you guys choose that? Oh yes, no, he came with the name Petey. Um, I for a while I didn't know what his name was, and one day I saw his owner outside and she was an elderly lady and I was like what's his name and she's like oh his name's Petey and I was like oh she just didn't understand me because like who names a cat Petey that's not a cat name so then you know I guess like a few weeks went by and I was like oh what's his name and she's like his name is Petey (laughs) (laughs) oh okay (laughs) I guess I didn't think it was too weird because I used to know somebody that had a a Yorkie named Petey so (laughs) But for, as you get to know him, for some reason, it fits. Like, I know that doesn't really make sense, but it just fits. <laughs> it does. It. He wouldn't have any other name. I, I, he's just Petey. You think it suits him really well? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So how did Luna come into the mix? So one of my coworkers... Um, she was off that day and she sends me a text and she's like, do you want a kitten? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, well, and at the time, you know, Rusty and I had been kind of looking for a baby girl kitten, you know, to get Petey a baby sister. Um, But we also thought maybe um, the time would come, you know, whatever the situation is. Well, my coworker texted me, she's like, Hey, you know, do you want this baby kitten? And she sends me a picture of this little gray fur ball. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So at lunchtime, me and another friend go over there. What happened was her daughter was driving around um, 
like this grocery store parking lot at midnight, you know, what teenagers do. And she had seen a kitten dart out in the road, um, super fluffy little tiny gray fur ball. And um, her daughter went and tracked her down and, um, you know, was able to trap her. Well, my coworker is also one of these moms who, you know, you can't just have a stray kitten in the house. Like, absolutely not. So her daughter actually got a bunch of cat food and then left the kitten outside. Um, and my coworker still doesn't know anything about this kitten. She goes outside first thing in the morning and sees like four or five cans of cat food just lying in her driveway. And she's like, what is this? Um, oh, so she didn't know that her daughter oh, no. had brought home a no, cat? Her no, not oh. at all. Um, <laughs> and she, so, and her daughter was just going to leave it outside. And if it was still there in the morning, she was going <laughs> to figure out something to do with it. Yeah. And so that's where they asked us about it. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the kitten had actually just like hid under a bush and just stayed there that night. Um, so I went and met the kitten and instantly fell in love. I mean, like it was over maybe just. 30 minutes for my lunch break and I remember texting Rusty and he was not opposed at all and I think at one point I may have texted him and I was like or he said do we have a kitten and I said <laughs> I think we do um so immediately after work I meet Rusty and we go to my co-worker's house and just the pictures of him holding this <laughs> tiny little baby fluff ball is just the greatest thing in the world um she i think she had a fever coat do you know what that is i do not what is it? so whenever a mother cat gives birth and this is just it may not be the full definition, but whenever a mom cat gives birth and she's sick, her kittens come out looking like they have like a white coat or a gray coat almost, even if they're solid black. The pictures are wild. Um, and the kitten's fine. They just have this weird tinge and then they grow out of it. Well, at the time, we just thought Luna was this super fluffy, because she's long haired, a super fluffy light gray kitten. Um, almost silver like yeah and uh, that's kind of how she got her name um i really love anything to do with the moon and space and um my friend was like Luna's a really great name and you know it means moon in spanish and i was like oh she's this little gray fluff ball just like moon dust i just thought it was perfect she fell out of the sky yeah <laughs> I, she just fell out of the sky just this perfect little kitten um, but now she grew out of that silver coat and she is almost, I guess the legal definition, legal, official definition, she's a diluted tortie. So she's basically got the tortoise shell coloring, but it's really light. Um, so she's got these orange patches on her and she's a really darker gray. It's like she's got highlights now. Yeah, and this it's like this depends on the way the light hits her. Sometimes it's like she has a lot of orange, but then sometimes she just looks almost completely dark gray. It's really interesting. That's a big <laughs> yeah. transition. It yeah. is. Um and but she's she's just the cutest. She's got really she always has big eyes. Like it's almost like they never like like 
it's almost like they never get smaller like most cats do but then uh, it's like an anime cat oh, they're like always yeah. dilated <laughs> yes yeah and then she's got really short stumpy legs <laughs> she's almost as long as Petey now but she just has really short er, short stumpy legs <laughs> But just the way her eye, her eyes are in her face, she's still even though she's almost two years old, she looks like a kitten. So a little cartoon cat. Yep. Did you when she, as her coat like changed? Did you see it like slowly transition, or just one day you woke up and you were like, "Where did this color?" I, I don't think we even really noticed as she was growing up, but then you look at old pictures and you're like, "Holy cow!" Like, yeah, she was almost white, and now yeah. she's really dark. <laughs> Her coloring is so pretty, um, but no, I, I've never really noticed it until you go back and look at the pictures. How does Petey look like? Oh, so Petey is mostly white. However, he has orange on his head, orange on his butt and tail, and then just a orange circle right on his little back. <laughs> Which that sounds... I looked up... He's a, There's a breed of cats called Turkish Van, like V-A-N. Uh, and they look exactly like Petey, so that must be what he oh. is. But the orange spot on their back, it says online, is the thumbprint of God. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. But yeah, they all have an orange head, an orange tail, and this one big orange circle right on their back. <laughs> Petey's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he's short haired and. He's just a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're just looking at him right now. <laughs> How did Petey get along with Luna? Uh, surprisingly well. Like, uh, we really thought, we are kind of concerned, like, it might need to be a one-cat house uh, since he used to be such a, such a bad boy. But um, <laughs> it was like... It's like we just gave him a baby that he felt like he had to take care of. And he had, like such mothering instincts like he gives her a bath and he really took care of her and showed her how to do everything and they they cuddle all the time he's been really great with her i think the first or second night that we had luna um she lived in our bathroom because she was genuinely that small we wouldn't let her on the couch because the drop from the couch to the floor was too too much for her i think we got her at about four weeks um she's really but yeah, she was tiny. So she lived in the bathroom, but um, the first or the second night, Petey was, I think he was crying at the door or there was something because it was in the middle of the night. And um, I go in there to, to check on her and she had climbed up our hamper and fallen inside, but she fell between the liner and the hamper itself. And it was kind of like Petey telling us, like, hey, whatever's in there, something's happened to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he started crying himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, she would hiss at him just a little bit, but, you know, he had no problem with her. Um, I think I actually have a picture of the first time he really spent time looking at her and she was sitting in my lap and he was just kind of sitting on the floor just giving her a side eye like what is that thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah they would they would play fight a lot but he always knew to be really gentle with her but he could like if she like bit him he would like let her know like you better be careful <laughs> <laughs> that sounds precious it sounds like yeah he's like a stand-up cat 
He yeah, really is. He's the best. <laughs> like, there's so many times where he is just laying there, and, and Petey is Luna's favorite thing ever. Like, she will walk through the house looking for him. He'll be dead asleep, and she'll just jump up and just want to be with him. Um, but most of the time, when she jumps up, he always immediately starts giving her a bath. Like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if... Uh... If she's laying with you or you think you're having a moment with her, um, but then Petey walks in the room, she's just immediately got to get to Petey. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's someone better here. I got to (laughs) go. Yes. Yes. But it's really special because Luna is afraid of anybody. Um, Like, she'll actually run away if we come into the house and she doesn't recognize us. But... um, yeah, she's a uh, pandemic kid. Yeah, she doesn't really know other people other than us. So um, we have somebody who comes and cleans our house um, twice a month. And she actually texted me the other day that she has never seen Luna never? outside of photos on Facebook. Never. Wow. <laughs> in two years. Yeah. Um, Luna usually hides in the closets. And we had to you know, tell her, please don't shut the closet door because she's in there. <laughs> Um, in fact, she will tuck herself away to the point, you know, when she's anxious, she'll hide, but then she falls asleep in her hiding spot. So Rusty recently bought an air tag and a collar to put on her so we could at least find her spots because we've lost her several times. Um, we just want to feel comfortable knowing where she's at. So that's our most recent purchase to find our cat child. Wow, how's that going? <laughs> It's actually going pretty well. At first, she acted like she couldn't walk with the collar on, but after a few hours, she got used to it, and now she, it, she doesn't even care. But it's pretty handy because, like, the air tag, it just like literally just points you straight to it. So I just like being able to like know like the general vicinity of where she's at without having to like dig around and make her even more scared and <laughs> make her feel like we've like took her hiding place for compromised her, her secret <laughs> spots <laughs> but you know it, it is pretty good too because sometimes you're like did i latch the door fully did we shut the garage door did they escape and oh yeah there was one time we really it was when she was pretty young we actually thought we lost her and um i came home early from work to take her to the vet i couldn't find her anywhere so we had to cancel the vet appointment. Like we looked in all their spots and every under every nook and cranny, and we were just and uh, I actually found that the back door, the back screen door, was just cracked, and so I was afraid she just pushed her way out. And uh, so we were a nervous wreck. But so we looked for hours. We set up like live traps and walked all over the all over the property and. Uh, that includes like walking through brambles and stuff. Oh yeah, through the woods and yeah, and uh, then Becca finally just opened the drawer and she was just laying the there. <laughs> yeah, so and I it had, was closed. I had checked everything everywhere in the house, and I remembered when Temel and Dempsey my cat brothers, <laughs> when they were kittens, they once climbed underneath a. I guess a set of drawers from the bottom and they were able to climb into the drawers 
from the backside. And I was like, that better be what she's doing. And I went through all the drawers in our guest bedroom. Literally the last one, which is out of like a set of like, I don't know, 12 drawers. There she was just sleeping away. Didn't even want to get up. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but what had, so she basically, I like left my sock drawer open. She got in it and then crawled over the back of it down into the lower drawer and uh and it's one of those drawers that's just so smooth so like her weight being in there shut it behind her <laughs> right. i can see why an air tag is necessary <laughs> yes like pd we don't need one for him we always know where he is and he comes running when anybody comes home like he just loves to see he's really friendly but she not only hides like she hides in the most like just like she gets in the closet up on a shelf that's under like the clothes that are hanging so like you have to move everything to find it it's like your whole house is gonna be like an adventure for her she's gonna find spots that you will never ever think of yeah and so becca had a friend in town and for like five days and we literally didn't see luna at all the whole time except in the middle of the night when everybody was asleep i would wait up to see if she'd come out and she would in the middle of the night but i literally didn't like i checked everywhere i could not find wherever her hiding place was so so that's why i ordered the air tag (laughs) (laughs) yeah very smart idea and you can get like the collars that fit them in right yeah hers has got a little paw print on it yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's a little dangly one. I didn't realize, but yeah, you could get one that's like kind of fixed and uh, that might be better, but she's gotten used to it. So I guess it'll be fine for now. What are some of their favorite toys? Petey doesn't really play with toys very much anymore, but since like for some reason getting Luna, he like kind of quit playing. I guess he plays with her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, she loves all kinds of toys. They literally anything. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, little, the little, we call them mousies, but just the little <laughs> toy mice and, uh, uh, and he'll every now and then play with those, but she loves those or like the, the things that are on like a string and a pole or a stick and you just kind of use like a fishing bowl type yeah. thing. <laughs> I accidentally came up with a little game with her. I mean, every year she gets maybe like 10 to 12 of these tiny little mice. And so we have a ton of cat toys. For Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas. Um, So I have a basket of it. And... I'll just start throwing them across the room and she will almost soccer goalie style, like jump up and grab them or chase after them just to stop them. And then she turns around immediately and looks at me and waits for the next one. And I will just have a living room full of these tiny colorful toys. (laughs) And there's like, I don't know, 30, 40 toys just scattered all over the floor. Um, And they end up like under your couches and stuff. Yeah, well, actually, we bought these um, plastic things specifically for that reason that it doesn't allow anything to go under the couch. So we don't have to go fishing for these little toys anymore. That's yeah. great. Someone oh, yeah. else mentioned that on a, yeah. on a previous episode. <laughs> I guess this is a popular <laughs> thing. I should really look into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We have a we have a big like L-shaped couch with, and it's all hooked together and... Uh, and it like wraps around the whole living room so like i was like there's no way to like move the couch once anything gets under there so 
So we got those. But like Becky talked about her playing uh, like a soccer goalie. She's kind of like that with treats too. Like I just hand PD a couple of treats, but then Luna always wants to get like under the table or something, and you just have to throw the treats across the room, and then she goes, she goes after them. Or if you throw them like in arm's reach, she always will just smack it out of the sky <laughs> straight down. <laughs> wow, <laughs> she's really she can catch really well, and she's like jumping for them. Yep. Yeah. What are some of their favorite foods? Well, Petey's really picky, I guess. He'll only eat the uh, the indoor cat chow. Like, he won't eat anything else. Uh, so Luna just eats that, since that's what we have for cat food. But she really liked those, uh, the little soups. And uh, so she's had one of those probably every day of her life. <laughs> And every night it's like a little treat. I start saying, who wants a little soup? And then they both come running for him. Oh. <laughs> uh, but he so he used to, Petey wouldn't eat them. But then she had one so often, like, I guess he started trying them after she would leave, like, half of it. <laughs> and so now I have to give, <laughs> give them both one every yeah, night. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. I'd like one. Yeah. yeah. We've got a chewy order and we get like three boxes from the FedEx guy every month or so. Yeah, for some reason, chewy, I don't know if they come from different places or what, but I order like seven boxes of, or seven cases of the little soups, but they ship them all separately. Sometimes there'll be like two or three in a box and sometimes there'll be just one in a box. And, uh, it's kind of a waste, but I don't know why I, they do that. I've noticed that happen in my orders, too. One time I bought a ton of food and then a cat toy. And the cat toy was one, like, the fishing pole ones that you mentioned, Rusty. And yeah. uh, they sent out all the food in one box and then the toy in another separate box. Like, in a big box, too. There was no need for it, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> right. if this is what works I know, for one you." One time, I told the, you know, I, one time I told the FedEx driver, I was like, "I'm sorry, like, I'm not ordering a bunch of stuff. Like I order all this, I order this all together. Like, I don't know why they, like the same FedEx guy came three days in a row, and it was all chewy." <laughs> hey, the boxes for the cats, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, they like to sit in boxes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Luna definitely does. If it's a thing like a cave that she can get into she will yep yeah you could trap them very easily they both just will hop right in a box (laughs) (laughs) we got luna um one of those tiny tents from rei and she got into it immediately well then Petey started sniffing around it and she saw it and immediately kind of like pushes him out of the way and she gets in it like she claimed it like go away this is mine yeah it's like literally just like a miniature version of a real tent it's not even really four cats but (laughs) is it a display tent (laughs) well i guess this company had said it's literally called tiny tent and they said um for those who have always wanted one, now you can get it. I, I don't remember what their slogan is, but yeah, you put it together just like a real tent. Um, the associate, he was like, what are you going to do with this? And I said, I have a cat. And he was like, I figured as much. 
um, but it is, it's hilarious. I mean, you literally put it all together like a real tent and the zippers inside for the tiny windows, everything works. You have to roll it back and tie it back. And I love oh it. Oh my God. I would love one of those. <laughs> that is so cute. Yes. I used to work at Cabela's and I would beg my managers to please let me have the displays and they would never let me. Um, but now my dreams came Dream true. Dream came true. That's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what are some of your favorite nicknames for them? <laughs> <laughs> um, we got all kinds. Of, well, mostly we just call him Petey Weedy, Petey Weedy, and we call her Luna Bear. But we've uh, really morphed into calling Petey Bubby lately, and Luna. <laughs> It's almost just instinct to say Luna Bear. That's what I've been having to hold back all day. Yeah, um, you've me talk about her, you just say Luna Bear. But she started out being Baby Bear, so we call her that a lot. But Luna Bear is what really stuck. Luna Bear and Bubby. Yeah, so, but then that, we'll turn that into like Bubberino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bubberino. Um, That's cute. Bubberino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So random, too. I know. <laughs> then we'll just be like, I'll say, hey, big boy, but then also say he's the smallest boy. In oh, the world. yeah. <laughs> Little small boy, smallest girl. How are they in size now? Did Luna stay small? You said she got long. And is Petey a pretty big cat? Yeah, he's he weighs like, uh, I think, 15.8. But uh, if you look at him, he looks like he's like all mm-hmm. muscle. Like he looks like he works out. It's very odd. Yeah, the vet's the like, boy. Yes. The vet's like, he's, he probably is a little <laughs> overweight, but he's also just like literally just a huge cat, like in general. Dense boy. That's his new nickname. Dense boy. <laughs> uh, but then Luna weighs 10.8. So yeah, she's really small. But she's also just very fluffy. Like I said, she's a long haired cat. And yeah, she looks kind of big, but if you feel like she's really skinny if you just like just feel her her belly (laughs) yeah what are some ways that they show affection to you guys um they're both really it's actually um neither one of them really likes to be hailed and they don't cuddle very much like if i'm just laying on the couch they'll uh sometimes they'll lay in my lap but (laughs) They're actually not very affectionate too often, but sometimes they are. Um, when it is, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I always have to take pictures. <laughs> and or like at night, you know, like they'll sleep with us, but they only come in after they think we're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in the Luna's really playful and sweet in the mornings, especially like as I'm getting ready to go to work. She always wants to roll around on the floor and get pets and play and stuff. And uh, um, and Petey likes to do the little headbutt thing. He does that a lot. Um, but uh, they won't let you hold them or roll them on their back or anything. But uh, at first we thought Luna would be like... Like at first when she was a baby, it seemed like she'd be the kind of cat that lays on your neck and stuff and just constantly cuddles but as she got to roam in the house she found uh she found the the garage and i guess she realized she liked uh, privacy a lot and uh 
ever since she found the cat door that goes to the garage, she uh, she hasn't been too cuddly. But uh, we think Petey told her, you yeah. know, yeah, don't let them hold you like that. <laughs> but they're both really sweet in like their own way. They just, uh, I guess, not in the typical ways you might think. <laughs> they have their they have their own moods and their boundaries, and they they're like, this is how I'll show you I love you, but. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they they're sweet in yeah in their way, but yeah, you can't uh, cross a line. <laughs> yeah. Do they have any like destructive tendencies? Because some cats they'll mess things up. <laughs> uh, not too bad. Uh, Petey will scratch like the corner of the cat sometimes, or um, they're violent. But in terms of pests, um. Where we live in the middle of, I guess, technically a field, we have a lot of these tiny little mice. And our house is very old and been remodeled a bunch of times. We have a basement. So mice get in a lot. Um, and Petey and Luna love to... They'll bring the mouse in live. Like if they catch it in the garage, they'll bring it into the living room and then play with it until it dies right in front of us. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they they love to like let it go and then catch it again and just tor- torture it basically. Yeah. Um I think at one point like once it dies they like to fling it in the air and then just kind of bat it around and I think there was one time there was some major football game on and they did that and they like flung it at the TV. <laughs> They're trying to play football yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is horrendous. There's a lot of little tiny blood spots on our rug, you know, just from dead mice. <laughs> oh my god. That's when you know that's when you know you gotta get you know, like, okay, we gotta take the mouse from Yeah. <laughs> um luckily neither me nor Rusty are like really afraid of mice. We're just like, Okay, well the cats will get it, you know, so um Good. So that's a plus. We jokingly, that's that's how Petey's job, Petey's pest control um, came about, you know, PDM. Because he, he goes out into the garage and there's a mouse hole in there and he'll sit there and stare at it. Oh, he's waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's wait, He waits for it. And so yeah, then when I tell him he's cheating, I'm like, you got to give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Luna came along, we said that's his little apprentice at Petey's pest control. Yeah, he taught her everything he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I have one more question for you guys. But before mm-hmm. I ask you that, do you have any other funny stories or any stories that come to mind that you'd like to share? I mean, I really could talk about our cats <laughs> forever. <laughs> I guess uh, one more thing about the mice, if it's not too sure. much, is or we talk about them like torturing them to death. But <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> That was always Petey's thing with the first mouse Luna ever caught. Like, you could tell he was trying to get her to do it. Like, he caught it and brought it no to way. her. And, and she was a kitten at this she point. She was, like, really little. He just sat it down, and it tried to run away. And so she goes after it and catches it in her mouth and just immediately, just like, bites down all the way and just kills it instantly. <laughs> and we were like, oh, so... Uh, and like it was like they were disappointed. Like she was like, "Oh, I didn't mean to." Like, <laughs> she said, "I didn't know." <laughs> and she didn't know how to control herself. <laughs> Her, she didn't know her own strength. She didn't know she was supposed to, you know, torture it. I don't know. The first thing I thought of was like Twilight vibes. I don't know why. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's like he's teaching her all. That's cute. Yeah, it is really cute. Yeah, like he literally just brought it and said it directly in front of her. <laughs> like it's vicious, but also like this is a cat. Like this is what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. that's his nature. Yeah. And which yeah. where we got her, where she was so small, you know, she was still learning a lot of different things. Like at one point when she was still really cuddly, she was laying in my lap and she was trying to clean her head. And she would lick one paw and then take her other non-licked paw and rub it on her head. And so I was like, no. Yeah. So I grabbed the, you know, wet paw and I rubbed that on her little head. And it's kind of like, you know, I had to teach her how to do that properly. She didn't have a mom. She only had pee. She just had pee. And we joke. We were like, you know, he's this old man. He doesn't know how to do, you know, little girl's hair. (laughs) (laughs) So... And she had to, uh, she was, uh, without her mom said earlier, we had to actually get the kitten milk replacement and, uh, give that to her for like about a month. Uh, it comes in, well, you can get a powder and mix it up, but we just bought little cans of it at PetSmart and just poured it out. It's like in a soda can, like you crack it open. (laughs) It just looks like chocolate milk, but she really liked it. (laughs) We'd be like, all right, let's, let's hook Luna up with a a KMR. (laughs) Crack her open a KMR. Yeah. (laughs) And then you had to like slowly transition her to wet food or? Yeah, that's where we went from that to wet food. Yeah, it, like yeah. At first, she would only eat wet food. So she like Petey only wants to eat the same thing. But Luna, like at first, she would only eat wet food, and then she just got to where she would only eat certain flavors, and then she just wouldn't eat it. That's how we kind of got her on the little soups. Like that was the only thing. Like sometimes that might be the only thing she'd be willing to eat. So I gave her. I made sure to at least give her that mm-hmm. every day. But now, uh, now they just share the the dry food. Petey won't eat like wet food at all. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, it's his birthday, let's get him some wet food. Like he just won't even. He's like not interested. He's just a good old blue collar cat. He wants his (laughs) his Purina cat chow biscuits and nothing else. He's old enough to know what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm glad I picked out the right thing. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know what he liked to eat, but that was the first kind of food I ever bought him, and that's the only thing Worked he liked. out, yeah. I love hearing about their partnership. It's really nice. Yeah, it's so sweet. They're really best friends. So if, I, oh, I go could, ahead. I was just going to say, I couldn't have asked for them to get along any better than they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it's been a really good transition. I always say two cats is the best amount of cats. <laughs> Rebecca says you always need one more cat. I always joke. I'm like, we could use another cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would, the, the dynamic would change for sure, but it could change for the better. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Luna would be harder on the new cat than Petey oh, would. I think you might be right. Yeah, I can see that. Based yeah. off of what you've described, I think I feel that. Yeah, since she... Yeah. <laughs> oh, she. That's another thing. I was going to talk about how she's scared, but yeah. so she does this little thing where if she sees somebody like pulling the driveway or the door opens or something, she. I've never heard of a cat doing this, but she has this little like growl she does like deep down in her chest, like 
if she's like scared she gets really low to the ground and like crawls away and then goes like i've never seen a cat do this in my life it's just like a little growl vibration thing and then she goes in under the bed or something oh wow it's like a cuddle (laughs) it's like yes yeah so it's like that's how we know somebody just pulled up because she goes running through the house like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) random but i like it (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, I've had cats my whole life, and, you know, that's, again, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Yep. So, so I was just I was just thinking if we had another cat, she would probably just do that. And, the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. She might hiss at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she would do the mouse ritual with this new cat, too, just like Petey did. That's true. Pass it Aww. on. Yeah. We have to get another cat. <laughs> another cat. So how long has it been with Luna? You said you mentioned she was a pandemic cat. Has it been has it been like two years? Yeah, she's almost I think she was born in May of twenty twenty. Wow. So we got her like the first week of June or maybe the middle of June that year. Mm-hmm. So that was like right as, you know, everybody's really mm-hmm. locked down or we were at least, you know, like trying to not go anywhere, have people over. Right. My last question, it can be the last if you want it to be, or you can keep going. Uh, if you could say, it's it's a kind of twofold. If you could say anything to Petey and Luna and they understand, what would it be? And also, what do you think they would say to you? <laughs> well, if they could say anything to us, it would be to put some dang pants on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or, yeah. Get out of bed. They're always. <laughs> Petey gets up every night at three in the morning, but he just wants one treat, and then he goes back to sleep for the rest of the night. Oh. I guess if I could say anything to them, I wish. I did, I guess I just wish. Uh, I could tell, or I wish they understood how much they mean to you. You know, like yeah. like when Petey's just laying with me, I'm like, I wonder if he knows like how special this is to me right now. <laughs> Just truly that they're not just a pet in the house, but they are a genuine family member of ours. I mean, they get us through our hardest days and, you know, just yeah. their little faces just make everything worth it. Yeah, some days you get home from work and you're just in a grumpy mood and you just feel like so sick of everything. And then you, as soon as you walk through the door and they come running, you're like, oh, yeah, it's all worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like Petey will meet you at the door. You know, he's so excited to see you. I think part of it is he knows he's getting a treat, but we like to think that he's really excited to see us. <laughs> well, he recognizes the vehicle sounds because he always is already at the door by the time you walk in. But when we lived at the apartments and he was outside, Anytime either one of us pulled in the parking lot, he would come running from like a hundred yards away. <laughs> he knew the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing about Petey and Luna today. They're, of course. They sound wonderful. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing pictures of them and posting them and letting everyone see them too. And yes. uh, yeah, thank you so much. Of hey. course. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. It was fun. Thank you, Becca and Rusty, for sharing your story about Petey and Luna. Petey is a wonderful cat and sounds like he really has a beautiful attitude towards everyone around him. He's a really caring soul, I can tell. And I loved hearing about Luna's superior hiding skills and how she learned everything from Petey. 
Your household just seems like so much fun. Now, let's move on to our cat of the week. This week's cat of the week is Mackenzie. She's an older cat with a knack for adventure. Her owner adopted her from her grandparents after they passed away. Mackenzie goes on adventures, and she models all of her outfits. She seems grumpy while putting on clothes. She hisses, and she growls, and she just seems like she's having a bad time. But she's just really communicating differently. Her owner also created an organization called My Grandfather's Cat. It helps seniors and terminally ill people arrange second forever homes for their pets in Canada. It's a new organization, but they found 30 second forever homes so far. That's 30 less cats going to a shelter. It's amazing work. And that's it, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the sweetness of this episode. Be sure to check out our Instagram to see pictures of Katie and Luna. Check out Mackenzie, our cat of the week on Instagram and TikTok. Please rate, follow, and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And have a great day.